Live from the Crow's Nest in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, you're listening to the Bull and Crow Show. If you want to be part of the show, you can reach the guys at Bull and Crow Show on Twitter. Email them, bullandcrowshow at gmail.com. And of course, text or leave a message at 615-601-CROW. You can download the show at bullandcrowshow.podbean.com and iTunes. Now here's Bull and Crow. Listening to the Bull and Crow Show. That's ridiculous. You've just been listening to a minute and a half. Welcome back. Live from the Crow Studios. This is what? (laughs) What? I can't. You can't with gloves. That's why I'm freezing. Welcome back. Bull and Crow Show. Shit. (laughs) Okay. So it was a weird time for you. Oh, yeah, just uh, 30 seemed old, but not too old. I mean, I guess it was no, pretty no, accurate. No, no, no. It wasn't, like, elderly, but you're like... Elderly. Dude, our, no, yeah. our parents are 30. Yeah, you know? I, I and it was it like... Did, it was old, yeah. Right, sure. right, right. 20-year-olds were, man, I can't wait to drink. Yeah. You know, and get out of school and be able to do my own thing. Yeah. Um, But 30 was old. And now this movie that I saw when I was seven... Has been old enough to be that old person. That didn't make any sense, but you know what I mean, right? It, it's it makes me. It's made me feel older than anything I can think of. Yeah. Um. So I've been looking at it and like, um. I read the trivia today. Yeah. The original version was supposed to. Okay, I'm going to bring you some trivia. And there's a lot out there, but um. I just went to IMDb trivia, and. Do you know who the original cast was supposed to be? No. Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, and Eddie Murphy. Oh. How much different would that have been? Yeah. And um, Eddie Murphy was going to be Winston. Mm -hmm. And if he had done it... Mm -hmm. um, He would have had a bigger part, probably. Exactly. They said he would have been in it from almost the very beginning, and he would have been the one that got slimed in the hotel. Oh, yeah. And funny, actually. Um, I, I don't know, man. Just could you imagine that movie without Bill Murray? No, I couldn't imagine. I, I don't want to. Chevy Chase was originally going to be um, Bankman. I don't see Chevy Chase in that movie. I mean, that, that would have been a totally different. No, that was after John Belushi died. Oh yeah, they were gonna. They went to Chevy Chase, and he turned it down. Okay. And um, John Candy was originally Rick Moranis's. The character Rick Moranis played. That was yeah. originally John Candy. Do you know why he didn't do it? No. He, he that would have been funny. I could, I, I could, he, I would like that. I know, I know, right? Yeah. He didn't do it because they wouldn't take his suggestions for the character. Oh. He wanted them, he wanted, um, okay, if you don't remember, um, he plays Lewis Scu- Tully. 
the little accountant guy yeah. that turns into the dog. So <clears throat> he wanted to speak in a German accent. And he wanted to have two schnauzers. Wow, that's kind of weird. And they were like, we're going to have two evil dogs. And that's that's too much for one of the people that turns into a dog to have two dogs. So they didn't do it. So he said, all right, I'm taking my ball and going home. Yeah. So he just quit. And then they casted um, they cast Rick Moranis. Yeah. Um, Eddie Murphy didn't do it because he was he decided to make another movie. You know what movie that was? Um, I would probably say trading places. No, um, was that money? Something money? Easy? Or what? Um, I don't know. Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, which is the only movie that year to out to make more money than Ghostbusters? Really? Yep. Now over time, I'm sure it hadn't, but um, it's pretty cool. Um, there's a whole lot of trivia about it. Um. Most every scene was ad-libbed. Um, oh, one of the coolest things that I read was Harold Ramis. Okay, all these people auditioned. Michael Keaton was going to be Egon. That would have been funny. And Although I can't imagine another Egon. Harold Ramis said that he went with himself. He wasn't originally going to do it, but he did it because he, was, he thought he would be the best one. Oh, really? How cocky is that? Yeah, that's kind of. I'm, 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 I'm the best, so yeah. I'm gonna put me in it. Really? Okay. I, I love the way it is. I love Egon. Yeah. I love Harold Ramis. <laughs> it worked out. It was fun. It's seriously to me maybe the best movie ever made. Harold Ramis would have been a funny Egon too, though. If I think about it. That is who is Egon. Oh, it is Egon. Yeah. Oh. Um. So. Oh yeah. Sorry. Just the the nostalgia. <laughs> The the fact that I love the movie so much in the first place, um, I just it, it's really been freaking me out lately. And I wanted to. Amy has to listen to this all the time. She unfortunately her life is like a bull, an episode of the Bull and Crow Show. She has to listen to the yeah. um, meanderings that I have all the time. Right. And so I've been talking to her about it. She could care less. Um, couldn't care less. And yeah. Wait, yeah, so I, I thought we've got to talk about it on the show. I've got to, no, I've got to get it out there so yeah. that I can go on to something else. But Ghostbusters is thirty. It's crazy. You know, I, re- I was on Reddit today and I saw um, Arnold Schwarzenegger did a Ask Me Anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I, I read that. a little bit of that. Bill Murray just did one too. Oh, did he? Uh huh. Oh man. I um. Oh yeah, I saw that one too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you did. Yeah, I didn't read it though. I didn't read the the comments. I didn't. In the I um, saw that he did do one. Just real quick in the um, Bill Murray milieu, if you will. Um, there was a, you know how Woot has a T-shirt every day. Yeah, There's a site called Woot. Go to Woot W O O T. Go to T-shirts T-shirt Woot, and um, just go to Woot.com. You'll see it. But anyway, they have a different T-shirt every day, and one of them said "Eat, Drink, and." And it was just a picture of Bill Murray from Caddyshack. <laughs> so I, yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I'm on a Bill Murray kick right now. So anyway, yeah. go ahead. Oh, just um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's. Um, ask me anything. Ask me anything. He was talking about, did you know who was originally cast for the uh, role of the Terminator? It seems like I've heard it before, but I, I no. OJ Simpson. No, I didn't hear that. Really? Yeah. He was wow. originally going to be the Terminator. And then he um, 
Whoa! He went to lunch with James Cameron and uh, talked to him about how he wanted the Terminator to be. He didn't want to play the Terminator. He wanted to play like a, a hero. Because he said that he didn't feel like he'd established himself as a hero yet in Hollywood. No, you know what it was? It was too close to his real life of actually terminating people's lives. Somebody commented and said the exact same thing. About he said, wow, O.J. Simpson actually turned out to be a Terminator. <laughs> so That's anyway, hilarious. Yeah. And it said much better than I said it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's awesome. He uh, said that he went to lunch with James Cameron and they uh, discussed being the Terminator. He didn't want to do it. He wanted to be a hero, so... Um, so he was Sarah Connor? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what hero, uh, what other hero you could be. I mean, you can't be the boy. You can't be Sarah Connor. So they'd he have could to, have like, been Sarah Connor. Form or He'd have been a beefy Sarah Connor. Yeah. Not quite as attractive. No, not quite. I, you know what? It, I've never, since the very first time I watched that movie, I never thought she was attractive. Compared to O.J. Simpson, she's pretty. I thought she was pretty hot. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I did not. I watched it, yeah. She was sexy, like the her body. You know, she was, I didn't, I mean, her face was, eh, but her body was kind of Linda sexy. Hamilton, right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was pretty sexy. No. Yeah. Well. Just her body, though, really. Um, I, I never will, I mean, if I live to be a million, I'll never forget the, her cocking the shotgun with one hand. Oh. That's. That's iconic. Mm-hmm. She was fit. I mean, she actually... Oh, no doubt, dude. She was... Damn. Anyway, uh, so what was funny about that also was that he uh, he kind of told James Cameron that he wanted... Uh, he, he wanted him not to blink. Like He was like, the Terminator can't blink. The Terminator can't... Um, show any emotions terminator which i thought you know that was that would have been already in the script i would assume but he supposedly said that he told him that and uh cameron told simpson that no no not simpson this is this is after they oh i said oj simpson's not going to do it they had already decided on schwarzenegger but um something else i can't remember right offhand but he had suggestions which he actually did in the movie anyway it was cool well, the big news about him right now is that the Super Bowl ad that he's going to be in. Have oh, you really? seen any of those? No. There's something where he's playing ping pong or something, and it doesn't look like him. They've altered him so much that it doesn't look like it. He's got really long blonde hair, oh. and it's it, they're really funny. I mean, it's going to be a good commercial. It's Bud Light, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> or Budweiser, whatever. But anyway, um, Let's see, there's something that I'm close to talking about. Oh, um, what do you think of the Vandy coach situation? Um, yeah, that's, um, yes. Yeah, that sucks, man. Um, well, it's funny, um, because for a while. Did they announce anyone yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They heard him Saturday. Oh, okay. Um, Derek Mason. Oh, yeah. So it was funny. Somebody. Why do I know his name? Why do I know Derek? So, well, I'm going to tell you. Somebody actually called me on the way to Georgia from a person I work with. Called me and said, "Hey, you you guys found a coach." And I was like, "Oh, who is it?" And they said Derek Mason. And I said, "You know what? I wouldn't even. He was the front runner, but yeah. I wouldn't even know him if I saw him." Yeah. And she said, "Yeah, you would." She said he played for the Titans. That's what I thought. 
He played for the Titans. I was about to, I was about to say. I said no, 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 no. It's a different Derek Mason. Okay. And um, anyway, um, but it's funny because everybody thinks that it's the Titans player. Yeah. Uh, somebody else was. Uh, we were talking That's what about I thought. it. They were talking. We were talking about it, and somebody said. Um, the person that I was talking to about it said, yeah, my friend came up to me the other day and said, hey, it's Derek, Ma- Derek Mason's going to be the new Vanderbilt coach. I've got his jersey. And my yeah. friend was like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, he's the – I remember seeing that now that they announced Derek Mason as the – He is... might have been the front runner. I didn't know that he yeah. was hired yet. Yes. But, um, and then I immediately thought Titans running back or something. He was running back with me or um, something. I can't remember. Receiver. Wide receiver. Receiver. Okay. And um, – that's right. What's funny is this guy is the defensive coordinator at Stanford. Was the defensive yeah. coordinator at Stanford. Okay. And dude, I listened to his press conference, and the coolest thing is, um, if you get on YouTube and watch it, it's a thirty. It's a long press conference. It's like forty minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, he takes questions and he he talks for a long time. But anyway, if you just go to about thirty four minutes into it. It's funny because he's saying all the things he has to say as a new coach, and he's, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, blah 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 blah, and then all of a sudden, um, this one question comes. He starts taking questions, and like they're like, "Well, what do you think about the recruiting?" Okay, have you heard about the recruiting class? No. They had a top twenty-five in the nation recruiting class under James Franklin. James Franklin went to Penn State. Mm-hmm. Um, after he left, within. 24 to 48 hours of him leaving, their top 25 recruiting class for 2014 had three commitments left. Everybody else stopped. Wow. Um, most of them have gone to Penn State with him. Yeah. So basically what that's saying is that for the class, what would that be? Um, two years from now, I mm-hmm. guess, when those kids would be playing. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, Vandy's right. getting three whole players. So uh, it's it's kind of been rough, but um, it's 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 interesting. I missed. I I skipped the whole thing about thirty four minutes in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's answering all these questions like, "Hey, recruiting. What are you going to do?" And he's like, "Oh, recruiting's going to be fine. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. 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 Okay." He says, about thirty four minutes into it, they ask him, "How was it addressing?" your team for the first time ever because he's never been a head coach anywhere. So this is his first completely his team, right? Yeah. So what was cool is that he just quit being a coach for a second. Like he went like, you know, the whole thing's like prepared and this is what I'm going to say. And this is, you know, I'm going to have to do this in the press conference. You know, you you put on a face, right? right? Well, somebody asks him that question, dude, he just completely got, became himself Mm -hmm. and just smiled. And he just looked at the guy that asked him the question and he just, just all natural. You could tell this is who this guy really is when he's not being a coach. Yeah. And he goes, man, it was spectacular. And you're like, dude, that was like an actual moment of unscripted speech. That was not coach speak. That wasn't. That was one guy being happy that he got this job, and uh-huh. he really enjoyed talking to his team for the first time. It was really cool. Yeah. It was a cool moment in sports that you don't really get to see. Yeah. And if you go to that um, press conference, 34 minutes into it, and I'll quit saying that now. Um, you you get to see that. If you don't watch anything else, it's worth it just to see somebody actually not. 
doing coach speak. Yeah. And just actually happy to be there. Um, I really liked it. I really liked him. He said all the right things. I don't know if that means they're going to be as successful as they were. Yeah. But going by his press conference, mm-hmm. he's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that says more. I watched the press conference with, uh, remember Tennessee uh, when, when they hired um, Dooley, not Dooley. Uh, what's his name? Kiffin. The, Kiffin. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. I watched that press conference back in the day. And it seemed so fake. The whole thing. Oh, really? So fake. Yeah. He um, was. He, he seemed like he took like a line of cocaine before. He, <laughs> he, was, he was hyper, like just really just crazy sounding. And it was over the top. I mean, it wasn't like. I wasn't with him going, even being excited with him or anything. It was like a. This guy's weird, man. He's, yeah. he's really over the top. He seems fake. Yeah. He did seem very fake then, too. Yeah. And so, anyway, he's with Alabama now, so he's, uh, you hear about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were talking about the picture. It's yeah. photoshopped of him and Saban. It's yeah. like an awkward family photo. They're both wearing matching Argyle sweater vests. Yeah. Yeah. It's really great. So he gets to cancer of five Alabama now. I don't like. know. I don't know, man. Um, yeah. If he... When he was at Tennessee, the thing that I didn't like about him, and I hate UT, so it's hard to for me to honestly say I didn't like the coach because I don't like any other coaches. Yeah, but I didn't like him because before a game, like if it was Florida week, it's okay to like somebody's coach and all. Like yeah, 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 and 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 to yeah. be honest, I like their new coach, Butch Jones. Seems awesome. Yeah, I, I hope you know he doesn't have great success because that means they beat Vandy. But oh yeah, um. I, I really like him. He's the first coach that I've actually liked. Um, he just seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Um, but Kiffin, like if they were going to play Florida on Saturday, all the press conferences before that game, he would just attack Urban Meyer. And it's like, dude, you got to wait until you beat him. You can't just come out saying that you're ne- – he came out and said the days of us losing to Florida are over. Mm-hmm. We're never going to lose to Florida again. Or Georgia. He said that to Georgia about Mark Richt. No. What'd you do? You lost to Georgia. You you got to wait until after you win mm-hmm. before you say that. Yeah. So anyway, um, I don't know though. I think if as an offensive coordinator, he's supposed to be a really really good offensive coordinator, and I think that if he can put his ego in check, uh-huh. maybe he's good at it. I don't I don't know. I don't know enough about him I don't to know. care. Yeah. But um, anywho, it was funny because I, I brought up the Vandy thing to say there's this guy at work and. He always breaks old news. So, like, tomorrow he's going to come in and go, did y'all hear we're in for a cold snap? I mean, oh. seriously. seriously. <laughs> right now it's outside. And we're, yeah. we're outside and it's, what, 12 degrees? <laughs> so it, it's freezing. Yeah. So anyway. We're all bundled up. So if you hear a sniffling, that's what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, sniffling or if you hear coats. We're yeah. both wearing parkas. But yes. um, he <laughs> – this was – Franklin left uh-huh. like <clears throat> two days earlier, and it was okay. You heard about Hiroshima? <laughs> right, right, exactly, Pearl exactly. Harbor? Man, Pearl Harbor oh my was god, crazy! Oh my god, and he does it all the time. He does yeah. it all the time, and so um, it was funny because I've I've been wanting to talk about it before because there'll be something, and by the time we get around to it, I don't remember what it is because by the time he breaks that news, it's so old. By the time we do a podcast, I don't remember it. Yeah. So I wrote this down as soon as he did it, but like the report came out on Monday, uh-huh. and what's worse, 
we sit kind of close. So my whole group that sits directly beside me has been talking about it all week. Yes. Okay. And he can hear everything that we say. Right. So we've been talking about it. I'm the huge Vandy fan at work. So like everybody will come up to me. Hey, what do you think if, if Franklin leaves? What do you think about this? Right. Who do you think they'll get? Are you worried about him leaving? Do you think he'll leave? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So anyway, that was on Monday. They broke the story that he was going to leave. Yeah. Okay. Thursday. He goes, so have you heard that Franklin might be leaving? No, that is brand new. Ever. I've been talking about it in front of you for four, for four days. days. Yeah. Really? Really? And dude, I just, I could and the only thing that sucked was that Franklin kind of made it seem like he wasn't sure if he was leaving. Right. He was sure he was leaving from the very beginning. In fact, um, athletic director Williams came out and said, um, after he took the job, after Franklin took the job at Penn state, he came out and said, we talked on, I think it was Thursday. And he said, he called him Thursday night. Franklin called Williams Thursday night and said, I'm going to take the job. And he said, is it about money? And he said, no, not at all. So there's like nothing you can do to make me stay. So anyway, he had made his mind up and it wasn't money or anything. So, but for dude to come in like four days later, did you, did you hear the team? You, the only team you really follow (laughs) that their coach might not be there anymore. No dude, that's brand new information. So anyway, that's a dude at work that breaks old news. Um, I want to read to you something here, if I can get to it. Um, you know how Amazon has reviews? You can get on and yeah. review absolutely anything. Right. And you know how some people put stupid, hilarious. funny, hilarious reviews. Yes. We've read one, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is from and, – and the fact that it's a girl's name makes mm-hmm. it even better. But yeah. I'm going to read you one. Okay. This is for – Haribo, or Haribo, H-A-R-I-B-O, gummy, candy, sugarless gummy bears. This is a five-pound bag for $50. I've seen this. Have you read okay. I've read this one, yes. Okay. It's hilarious. It is by, this is a review posted October 3rd, 2012, mm-hmm. by Christine Turok, T-O-R-O-K. Christine E. Turok, T-O-R-O-K. And each review is headlined. The headline is, just don't, unless it's a gift for someone you hate. (laughs) I'm going to read this, and I'm going to try and get through it without laughing. Okay. Okay. Stop me anytime you need to. Oh, man. Words cannot express what happened to me after eating these. The gummy bear cleanse. If you are someone that can tolerate the sugar substitute, enjoy. If you are like the dozens of people that tried my order, run. First of all. For taste, I would rate these as a 5 out of 5. So good, soft, true-to-taste fruit flavors like the sugar variety, I was a happy camper. But, or should I say Mm B-U-T-T. Not long after eating about 20 of these, all hell broke loose. (laughs) I had gastro... I'm not going to get through this without laughing. I had a gastrointestinal experience like nothing I've ever imagined. Cramps, sweating, bloating beyond my worst nightmare. I've had food poisoning from some bad shellfish, and that was almost like a skip in the park compared to what was going on inside me. Then came the uh, flatulence. Heavens to Murgatroyd. (laughs) The sounds. (laughs) Like trumpets calling the demons back to hell. The stench like a thousand rotten corpses vomiting. 
I couldn't stand to stay in one room for fear of succumbing to my own odors. <laughs> but wait, there's more. What came out of me felt like someone trying to funnel Niagara Falls through a coffee straw. <laughs> I swear my sphincters were screaming. It felt like my delicate starfish was gaping maw projectile vomiting a torrential flood of toxic waste. 100% liquid. Flammable liquid. Napalm. It was actually a bit humorous for a nanosecond as it was just beyond anything I could ever imagine. And it went on for hours. I felt violated when it was over. Which I think it might have been sometime in the early morning of the next day. There was stuff coming out of me that I ate at my wedding in 05. <laughs> I had five pounds of these innocent, innocent looking, delicious tasting hail bears. So I told a friend about, of mine about what happened to me, thinking it had to be some type of sensitivity I had to the sugar substitute. In spite of my warnings and graphic descriptions, she decided to take her chances and take them off my hands. Silly woman. All for this, all the same for her. And a phone call from her while on the toilet because you kind of end up living in the bathroom for a spell. Telling me she really wished she would have listened. I think she was crying. Her sister was skeptical and suspected that we were exaggerating. She took them to work. Since there was still 99% of a five-pound bag left, she works for a construction company where there are builders, roofers, house painters, landscapers, etc. Lots of people who generally have limited access to toilets on a given day. I can't imagine where all these poor men and women pooped that day. I keep envisioning men on roofs crossing their legs and trying to decide if they can make it down the ladder or if they could just jump. Yeah. If you order these, best of luck to you, and please don't post a video review during the aftershocks. P.S. When I ordered these, the warnings and disclaimers and legalese were not posted. I'm not a moron. Also, not sure why so many people assume I'm a man. I'm a woman. We poop, too. <laughs> of course, our poop sparkles and smells like a walk in the meadow of wildflowers. <laughs> Thanks for all the great comments. I've been enjoying reading them and so glad that the horror show I experienced from snacking on these has at least made some people smile. That's fine. I love Amazon just for that. That's yeah. that's me saying that, of course. But Yeah, there's been a few of those that have been hilarious. Yeah, so yeah. I read, the, uh, I read that one and that was that – was I think the they posted it on Reddit and that's probably why we both – saw it yeah probably yeah um but anyway I, I just i loved all of that it was so good um you have um oh real quick yeah. real quick i want to just say this this isn't a story or anything it's just going to be real quick um when we started this podcast there was a podcast called the mad ranters yeah and um is a friend of mine in new jersey and him and some of his friends were doing a podcast before we started ours. In fact, this podcast is very, very loosely based on theirs in that I kind of got the idea from that. Right. You know, to even start it, to, to it was, start it a podcast. your idea to yeah. start this podcast. So, <clears throat> um, and I was like, I don't know if it'll work. Yeah. And but, you were like, come on, man. And I was like, all right. And we spent about two months practicing. Mm-hmm. We get up and um, um, get up on the computer, and we we talk about stuff and try to you know make a podcast, and we got a little better each time, and we're like, okay, we can do this. Yeah, and the, the first f- one was painful. I mean, it was it was they like were we they were all painful. Well, but the, that's why I think that it means so much to Bull and I that 
you guys are listening because this came out of listening to something and enjoying it and thinking, Hey, we might could do something a little bit like that. Right. So, um, the other day I, I listened to a lot of them. I was a subscriber and, um, somehow when I switched phones, I thought, you know, I want to resubscribe. Uh, their podcast is down. Okay. Uh, you can't find Mad. Y'all look because maybe it's just me. If you can find them, the Mad Ranchers, um, it's a great, great show to listen to. Yeah. Um, there's about four of them uh, speaking on each podcast, so they get a lot more, um, more hilarity right. than we do. Yeah. Um, but if you do get a chance, give them a listen. And I just kind of wanted to say a shout out to them for. Um, giving us the model to kind of yeah go for. I feel like it feels like you're saying that this is going to be it. No, 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 no. And I don't want to take it that way. I'm no. going. I'm going further with one of the um, with the, my friend that started that podcast. Yeah, oh, that's um, cool though. I mean, but absolutely. in the same time, I'm kind of wanting to go back to our roots mm-hmm. and say, hey, this is how we started too. Yeah. Um. But anyway, if you listen to, oh man, I. I can't remember the name of it. Super Podcasto Magnifico. Super Podcasto Magnifico. If you listen to that, it's all about comic books. And everybody on there has like a name that kind of goes with that. My friend who was in the Mad Ranters, um, and may still be, I just can't find it. But um, his name is, oh man, I can't, I I shouldn't even try because I don't think I'm going to get this right. Uh, anyway, he's he's on that podcast. If it's still up, um, I think they still are. And if so, he's he's one of the super podcasto magnifico magnifico. Yeah. And um, I just want to say, um, the other day, I came home from work, and his wife is best friends from elementary school with my wife. Um, and so we still keep in touch. Um, sometimes they'll come down here for the summer, for about a week during the summer and hang out. And, um, so anyway, we, we keep in touch. Um, I commented on Facebook with him today. And, um, so anyway, basically I came home from work one day and they had shipped some stuff. Like they'd gotten us all Christmas stuff. They got stuff for James. They got stuff for Amy. They got stuff for me. That's cool. And he's a huge comic book fan, hence the Super Podcasto Magnifico. Yeah. Um, he's a big comic book fan, and like when he was here, I took him to the local comic book stores. and um, It's really cool, man. He brought me, like, <laughs> since they were staying with us for a week, he wanted to bring us, like, a um, gift for hosting them. Oh, yeah. So um, he brought me a uh, trade copy of Lock and Key which is written, it's a comic book and it's written by Stephen King's son. Okay. So I read it and I loved it. And it's, it's a really good comic and, um, it's really cool that he, you know, did that and brought it. Well, anyway, when I came home from work the other day, dude, I've got like four comic books from him. And I'm not saying like a little comic book. These are like trade paperbacks where each, each trade is like six issues yeah. Dude, he got me like four that he thought I might be interested in and like. And so, so I just wanted to kind of give a shout out. Um, 
to El Giganto Blanco, I believe is his name on Super Podcasto Magnifico. Yeah. So thanks. Um, just wanted to take a moment to kind of get it out on there. Yeah. And we've never really – we've talked about the Mad Rainers before, but we've oh, yeah. never really mentioned you know, that we started from them sort of. Yeah, I need to listen to more of that. I um, I might do that tonight at work. I'll, I'll listen to a podcast. Oh, wait, can I even download it right now? I'm going to check. Down? I'm going to check. Like, because it'll get his name it. right anyway. I, I need to at least do that. Yeah. I don't want to give out his, his real name just because I don't know if, you know, I haven't talked to him. and right. I don't know. But anyway, um, although if you listen to um, Mad Ranters, he gives his name. So. Yeah. Well, that's but cool. Anyway. Go on. You well, while I'm doing that. You you had some yeah, stuff too. Yeah. Well, speaking of the internet too, I um wanted to talk about. This is an old note that I ripped down a while back. The internet seems to be kind of like take, taking the place of dads in a way. And what I mean by that is, um, there's some crap going on with my truck that I don't really know about. Um, I don't know much about cars or you know how to fix them or anything like that. And it seems like when my truck gets, when it's cold outside, um, but not too cold, it's really weird around 40 degrees, like between 40 and 50 degrees, my truck sputters. Sometimes it'll die while it's idling and it's really annoying. And, um, so I'm trying to look up on the internet, like what's wrong with my truck. And I'm just like, you know, back in the day before the internet, you know, you'd ask your dad Mm -hmm. and you'd ask your dad about a lot of things that I can just look up. And my dad's not really easily accessible to me anymore, you know. And so there's just so many questions. I mean, I know that this is kind of an obvious point, a moot point kind of a thing. And um, but uh, I just thought it was kind of funny how things like that, things that you would normally ask your dad, has been taken, been kind of taken over by the internet. So you know, I can I can look up alternator. Uh, problems. I was thinking it might be my alternator because you know it pulls power from the alternator instead of your battery. And if it's if your alternator is going bad, then you know your car will die every once in a while. All this stuff. Anyway, or it could be my fuel pump. Whatever. But um, I'm trying to figure it out, and the internet's really helped me. So thanks, Dad. AKA, <laughs> AKA www.dad. Yes. That's so, cool, man. That's a yeah. It's it is kind of a fatherly thing. Thanks. Oh, YouTube videos. You know, YouTube videos on how to change spark plugs or something like that. You know, you can just look up that kind of thing instead of going to your dad and you know you might actually learn the right way because like my dad might have showed me a way to you know jump start my truck or something. So it would have made it burst into flame. Exactly. Yeah. Or the dangerous way or something, you know, well, handed down from generations. I've always thought that or said that it's, it's the best, the best invention ever made mm-hmm. because I don't think electricity wasn't really an invention. It was just a discovery, you know? Yeah. It, it, was, and in, I, I, it was invented by uh, controlling electricity, like right, 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 right. control it. So like I that. would, I would say, you know, electricity is pretty good, you know? Um, re- food refrigeration yeah. is pretty good, but I think that the internet is one of the best inventions ever made. I have the oh, answer yeah. to every question ever made on this little device that fits in your pocket. Yeah, you know it's it, ridiculous. It's it, it's awesome. It's really amazing when you think about it. It is. Um, okay, uh, Super Podcasto Magnifico is available on iTunes, 
and it does feature El Blanco Gigante. Okay. Um, El Blanco Gigante is the person I was talking about from the Mad Ranchers. The white giant. Yes. There is also one Dejo and El Squirrel. <laughs> El Squirrel. <laughs> S-Q-U-R-R-E-L-O. El Squirrel-O. I don't know. Grande. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, give them a listen. If you like comic books, it's probably the best podcast out there. Um, anyway. Yeah, but I, I just kind of wanted to. And that's probably why I don't listen to. I don't. I don't like. But let me see know, if I, I know can... anything about uh, comic books and stuff. But, it's because you, you don't know. listen to the podcast. Well, the mad. And I wouldn't listen to the podcast if I didn't know anything about comic books either. Hey, you don't know anything about Bull and Crows, but you listen to this. That's true. Mad Ranchers. Okay. And I am Bull. Okay. I'm there's no. They're they're not coming up on iTunes. Mad Ranchers. Mm. But anyway. Oh, can you search yeah. uh, iTunes for uh, our show? I want, or actually, search for Murfreesboro, because you know what? I changed our description on iTunes. Supposedly, hopefully it changed That's over on M-U-R-F-R-E-E-S-B-O-R-O. iTunes. That's M-U-R-F-R-E-E-S-B-O-R-O. Yeah. And besides all the churches and the uh, like, Red State update and some of those podcasts, I want to see church, if our shows church, up at church, all. Church, 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 church. Revolution podcast, yeah, Red State. I saw that. I Taste was... of the Town. No, we don't show up okay. at all. I wanted to see if ours would Wait, show up eventually. Nope. Not um, yet. Okay. We're working on it. Well, it only changed it a couple weeks ago, and hopefully it'll show up on, on when you type in Murfreesboro. Because in our description, I, I put something originally like um, uh, Middle Tennessee. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I was like, well, if I change the description to Mur, uh, I, I put like podcast based in Murfreesboro yeah. near Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. And so if you search for Murfreesboro, Nashville, or Tennessee, hopefully it'll show oh, up okay. eventually. Well, the, the problem is if you're not from here, you're probably going to hear us say it and think it's M U R P H Y. Yes. But it's Murfreesboro, M U R F R E E S B O R O. Anyway, um, yeah, we're not we're not showing up there. Oh, okay. But neither are the Mad Ranchers. Yeah. So, anywho, um, what else did you have? Um. Okay. Triangle. Triangle. Yes, I. Uh, yes. Shoot, yeah. I feel like I need more build up because this is kind of something really crazy. Um. Okay. About a week ago, I would say it's. About yeah, about a week ago, I was driving uh, around Hamilton Drive, which is kind of a, a oh, neighborhood yeah, yeah, yeah. area, and it's you know there's not a lot of tra- well, there's some traffic. It's but over it, by your mom's house. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, you know I think I might have been coming from my mom's or something like that, going home, and I was over there and I looked up and I saw this helicopter or a plane or something, and it was flying low. It was like maybe. I don't know, a couple hundred feet up, and uh, it had some blinking lights on it. Had like uh, like three white lights and a blinking light in the middle. Okay. And I looked at it for a second, and I realized that's not a helicopter because it's, you know, I could uh, I would be able to if it was flying that low, I could see like the tail light yeah, yeah, blinking yeah. and no, stuff no. like this. Well, it did have like a single red blinking light, kind of in the middle of these three lights that were in a triangle shape. Mm-hmm. And it kind of did something weird where it kind of reared up. It kind of like, it was flying very, very silently because I had my window down. 
and it was a, it was not cold that day really. And I had my window down, and I saw other planes flying in the sky. You know, I could see airplanes flying way up in the in the sky. Yeah, yeah. And jet um, contrails. Yes. Yeah. And so this triangle craft kind of, uh, and I could only see it. I was in the middle of driving. I couldn't like stop and on the road and, and look at it. But I was in a, a slow neighborhood, so I could slow down and look at it. So I did that, and um, it kind of reared up, and it didn't take off or anything, but it kind of disappeared behind the trees when it tilted up. It was really strange. Whoa. And um, it was totally silent, and I don't want to sound crazy or anything, but it was absolutely unidentified to me. Yeah. And so uh, I did a search on triangle... Uh, you know, three white lights, one flashing red light in the middle. And I found a lot of people seeing that and there's been no explanations yet. Um, anyway, man, I don't know what to say about it, but I, I saw it about a week ago in Murfreesboro and people are still trying to figure out what it is. I, I mean, for it to have a blinking red light, it sounds like it should be some type of man-made, man-made crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, just putting that out there. If anybody saw that uh, around, oh, I'd say the 14th, January, um, something around that date, uh, let us know, because I'd like to know if you saw it. Or if you have a funny way of saying that you think Bull is off his rocker, tweet us that too, because yeah. as you've seen, we like reading funny things that that people write. Yeah. So I, I mean, it was it was very obvious it wasn't like a hallucination or anything it was it was right there and it was a triangle shape and it was had white lights on each on each corner of the triangle shape and a blinking red light in the middle i don't know and i've seen that exact description as a matter of fact somebody had drawn an illustration of what it what they saw you know had drawn right, right, right. and i was like that's exactly it you know and it might be like some experimental thing that the government's working on. i don't know but it's yeah, it sounds crazy, and it's not the first thing that I've seen that's weird in the sky. And you like spend said, a lot of time. I do spend a lot of time looking up. I, I, I'm uh, astronomy uh, amateur, you know, stargazer, whatever you want to call it. So I do look up a lot, and I know a lot about astronomy for a for a layman. So, um, so I just happened to be looking up, and I saw that. I just wanted to put that out there. Sweet. And it was it was close. I mean, it wasn't like it was just a light in the sky, which is the first thing I saw. And when I lived in Florida, to recap yeah, yeah, that, yeah. and I saw an amber light that was moving very, very strangely, kind of going up and down in weird directions, and it shot off like a million miles an hour. I don't I don't know how fast it was going, but it went into space at a really fast speed, and it was just an uh, amber light. I couldn't couldn't tell uh, a shape of it. You know, it was too far away. But, I mean, that makes a little more sense being around, like, Florida, you well, know? it was in Orlando. I mean, it wasn't near the coast or anything. It wasn't, like, near NASA or near near Kennedy Space Center or anything like that. You know, it wasn't in that direction. It was um, it was in the direction of – I lived east I know, of downtown. It, makes, it was the direction of downtown. It makes more sense than Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But – um. Yeah, dude, did it freak you? I mean, are you? No, it didn't freak concerned? me out at all. It, no, I mean this, the one here. Yeah, no, it didn't didn't really concern me. It wasn't uh, strange. I mean, I I just thought it was something that I mistook for 
It's Something right there, else. dude. It's coming right here. I know. No, you have... <laughs> your kind of... Your house is in the alleyway of the planes flying in. Yeah. So, I always see planes flying from that direction. We also get a lot of... Um, like, during the summer... Um, you can set your clock by, dude, at 9 o'clock. There's three National Guard planes that fly over every night. Oh, yeah. Low and information. And, yep. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. Um, Going to Smyrna, probably. Yeah, I guess. But, um, yeah, dude, it's um, that's awesome, man. I love, as long as I don't ever see it, I'm good. No, yeah. I, don't, I, don't I, ever did, wanna... I did not, my first thought was not UFO. Oh, I mean, absolutely not. And I didn't think until I searched it on the internet that, uh, it could be something unexplained. I'm not saying it's aliens. Please don't think I'm saying it's aliens. I'm not saying it's aliens. I'm th- I'm thinking it's more likely it's an experimental craft, like yes. a like a quadcopter or something weird like that, like a remote controlled type. You know, Amazon drone. It was big enough to be to have somebody in it, maybe I think, but it wasn't or uh, something. It wasn't much bigger than a plane. Yes, like a, it wasn't much bigger than a uh, like a single engine. Um, propeller plane. You know, it wasn't wasn't big any bigger than that, really. From the the height and the size that I, or the elevation that it was up and altitude it was up, and then the size of it. Well, what's, it wasn't that big. What's funny is now that you say that, I went um, we went to Atlanta, and um, my brother in law's pilot, and he he flies a lot now, and um, I asked him. I said, "Have you ever?" seen anything and he's like no and i want to i try all the time he said i'm always looking around looking for um something and he said no i've never never seen anything yeah he's like you would just be surprised and this this is kind of the thing that struck me he said you'd be surprised at how many stars are out at that height that you can see at that elevation i bet so but anyway um hell i might be going crazy i don't know you you going yeah that's true not not just going Coming I'm back. there, baby. <laughs> I'm crazy as hell. Awesome. Pull the crazy man. Renaming the show to Crow and Crazy. Crow and Crazy. Crazy Crow. Um. All right. I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's it about it. Um. And we're gonna bank a couple too while we're here. Um. Because since I will be moving eventually, whenever I find out something from my job, um, we're gonna bank a few to to release over time. So. Just in case you hear some old news. When we get, that's why we're going Sorry. to the new format is so that no matter when yeah. we release it, it won't be dated. But there should be one that we have, like if, when I come into town eventually, or if you ever come there, we could do one where, um, one that's current and I'll release it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And then we'd follow it up with like the next yeah, weeks would be a yeah. topic. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but anyway, um, stay with us. We're, we're not going to quit putting out stuff. We're not going away. No, we're, we not. enjoy it too much. I'll be an hour and a half away. I should, I'll come, I'll come hang out with you one night. I won't even tell my family. Shh. Yeah. Don't Shh. say anything. No, they don't listen. No. So, um, mine don't. So, um, just, um, we really know that we appreciate you listening. And, um, the Twitter thing is, Beyond my wildest imaginations. Yeah. Um, Dude, we got 40 listens on a podcast, um, a couple podcasts ago. We're getting some good listens and we appreciate it. We do. We really do. And that's, I think that's what I kind of want to take away from today. Just uh, kind of, this is our thank you episode. Yeah. Not, not going away. Just thank you. Mm-hmm. 
Tell tell a friend. We're we're spreading. And as the great, we're, some, we're spreading our we're legs. spreading something. Our, our not our legs. I'm sorry. I, we're not spreading our legs. Mm-hmm. We're spreading our um, seed. Damn mm-hmm. it. Uh, we're spreading our um, love. Speaking of seed, um, real quick, somebody at work told me this story. Uh, their house. Um, they were supposed to do something that day, and they texted my friend and said, "Hey, we can't. Um, I can't." leave today. Um, there we've got fire department over. Um, there's a gas leak. It, it smells horrible. So, um, fast forward to an hour later. Yeah. Now the police are here and they've got the whole road blocked off. Hmm. Uh, long story short, I'm just going to tell real quick. Uh, it turns out it wasn't a gas leak. Mm-hmm. They had mating skunks. Apparently right now is skunk mating season. <laughs> okay. And, um, they seek out warmth, which would make sense on a night like tonight. I'd seek out warmth too. Oh yeah. But to do their business, they seek out warm places. Yeah. So they got under their heat, their furnace. Oh yeah. And, um, made it the seed. Yes. Went into the heater <laughs> and burned. Oh no. And I wouldn't imagine. I don't know what that would they, smell like. They, um, <laughs> the, the lady texted my friend and said the worst part about the whole situation besides the smell is having to watch the the fire crew have to explain that to me. <laughs> so um, apparently it was so bad they left the house for a day or two. Oh, so man. that's all that it takes to – you think your home's impenetrable. You, you like to think you're secure. Yeah. You like to think that your family's protected. Yes. All it takes is a little skunk squirt and – you're out mm, the door. Skunk squirt. You're out the door. So, just they, ten- they they absolutely penetrated that heater. It was penetrable. Yes, it was penetrable. So, just um, think about that mm. until you. Yeah, think 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 about that a lot until you listen to our sweet silky voices again. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Have a good week.